The Legend of Hell House Four paranormal investigators are contacted by an eccentric millionaire to find evidence of the existence of life after death in the famed Velasco Mansion, the Mount Everest of haunted houses, if you will, nicknamed Hell House. The group consists of physicist Lionel Barrett, his wife Anne, who has no real reason to be there, mental health medium Florence Tanner, and the physical medium Ben Fisher, Roddy McDowell. Fisher being the only member having previously survived a trip to the house 20 years earlier. What happened to the other members of his group? They were either horribly injured or driven insane. So the group starts off on a really chipper note. Barrick quickly establishes himself as the group's rational pain in the butt, questioning Tanner's beliefs and opinions and the group's abilities. After a fight with Tanner about the identity of their host Spectre, an unseen force attacks Barrett, and he all but accuses her of trying to kill him. But Barrett has more to worry about than almost being killed and trying to convince the rest of the group that the house just has a lot of electromagnetic energy lying around and no ghost. His wife is having erotic visions and, in a seeming trance, goes downstairs and tries to seduce Fisher, who up to this point has done a commendable job of trying to avoid everyone like the plague. He snaps her out of it, but the weirdness only gets worse the next day, when, despite Barrett's skepticism, Tanner finally finds what she believes is the cause of all the haunting. They try to put the body to rest, but after that things just get worse, and what was once a scientific investigation descends into a need to discover the mysteries of the house and a fight for sanity and survival. The Legend of Hell House is not a fun haunted house film. Hell House is a dead serious film. In fact, it's very reminiscent of The Haunting, which also centers around a group of paranormal investigators wandering around a haunted house for several days. Both films rely on psychological horror, going with the belief that the unseen or barely glimpsed is far more frightening than just throwing a demon at the viewer's face in the first scene. This is not a boo jump scare out of your seat scary movie, so if that's what you're looking for, you're going to be disappointed. Candles flicker for no reason, doors open and close by themselves, and when it's really pissed off, the house throws pieces of decor at your face. Most of it is subtle, elaborately constructed, to slowly give you the growing feeling of unease and dread. This is good and works well for the mood of the film, adding more mystery to the character's already long list of questions. But Hell House also differs from The Haunting. It may be firmly based on the old-fashioned tales of a maniacal haunted house, but there's a real sexual intensity in this film. The head of the house, Emeric Velasco, was so perverse and filled with satanic egotism that he turned his house into a fortress of debauchery and murder. That same energy still resides in the house, leading to scenes that are at once kinky, intense, and disturbing. The cast does a wonderful job of giving credible performances, despite the material and how easy it would be to do so. Their performances never slip into overacting or camp. Barrett is serious and so focused on his reliance to technology that his insistence of being the only voice of reason causes the most friction in the group. Both women start off as bold and confident, but slowly descend into scared and skeptical as the house takes its toll. And Fisher, timid and fearful, must overcome his terror to save himself and solve the mystery of the house. Being a psychological film and made in 1973, the movie focuses on practical effects, sound design, and character performance, so there is very little in the way of special effects, save for one scene that doesn't really hold up very well to today's CGI standards. It's not bad, but it does feel dated compared to the rest of the film, which is held up amazingly well. 
Part of the reason for that is thanks to the fabulous cinematography and set design, the use of light and shadow, the dark wood moldings, the luscious furniture, and the intricately designed statues. Even without the story, the movie is a gorgeous visual feast. It's the kind of thing that makes you want to go out, buy old furniture, and redecorate. I could have put the movie on mute and still have been pleased. The film was based on the novel Hell House by Richard Matheson. Matheson also wrote the screenplay for the film, so if you read the book and avoided the movie up until now, take heart, since I'm pretty sure the man knows his own source material, though the screenplay did reduce some of the book's more extreme elements, namely the sexuality. The cast also got a change-up, as the book was originally set in Maine with a group of Americans. Overall, The Legend of Hell House is an excellent ghost story that I found both fascinating and unnerving. It's very familiar to Haunted Hill, so if you like that and are looking for something more intense, then you'll probably enjoy Hell House. But if you didn't like that, and you like your specters to focus more on the physical rather than the psychological, then you may not enjoy it as much. The Legend of Hell House is available on a variety of streaming services. It is also available on Blu-ray.